Take it easy. It's like the 17th drop. This one ain't gonna be pretty though. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity, fuck them. Hey, killing drops ain't new to me. I'm talking bullshit, pippin' back since 33. But on the mic, I'm 23. Hey, her legs open, balls in her hand. The sign, homie, she low go. She on my watch list like Marlowe. J. Dr. J or Jay-Z, it's all the same. I'm all of them. Hey, I'm Hall of Fame. I'll kick out your dame. <laughs> I'm operating like DOC. The doc orders. I heard she want this young free. All she want is this money. My dough nuts. But first I give her this smooth D. Think Watts, nigga, give me more. I got an indecent proposal. Nigga, no Demi more. If you give me green in the strip club, it start to rain. Climate change, unpopular opinion. See, I'm Al Gore. Caffeine morning show. I'm on the dash like Kim and Chloe Stowe. I'm moving fast like a little girl with hoochie parents. Like an escalator, they all staring. I remember the last time I was on the show. Doc was talking about sex with Marlo. She drunk all the Ciroc, though. And Doc tried to have me talk about Tyrese. Doc a cold dude, grab a fleece. Yeah, I bet he say I look like special ed, of course. Coming from the same guy who could have been a seventh member in full force. Dang. By the way, the ladies love me. It's football. I guess she rolled a cap the way she took a knee. I bet you smooth, probably shaking the head. Look at him. Told me he was vegan. I looked and shook my head. Look at him. My nigga gained about mm, 10 pounds. He gave me dap. Felt like the homie gave me 10 pounds. Look at him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, uh, Doc, can you text me after this and tell me if that was Marlo or not that was in the show that drunk all this? Never mind. Caffeine. In your mouth. Easy. <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. AM Caffeine Show. What up? It's your boy DLC. It's your girl Marlo J. Young Free and Aww. DJ Smooth D. So here, the Young Free's not usually here. So Young Free's the official, unofficial DJ of the AM Caffeine Show. Cruise. What up, uh, Free? You Is just, that why he's all giggly? Uh, why, no, you, why, why are you dressed like that? Like, <laughs> like it's snowing hey, it's, outside. It's laundry day. It's haircut day. I'm like, I need a payday. Like, it's, it's kind of rough out here. Yeah, you look it. And so I he know. just decided I'm going to cover up everything. Every damn yeah, thing, just, right? damn near in a ski mask. <laughs> uh, what up, Smooth D? Hello? Yeah, what's going no. on? Oh, sorry. So, somebody, okay, uh, somebody, somebody's somebody acting like. somebody phone off? Right. Come on, Mark. Jesus. <laughs> Come on, so Boost Mobile. So, as promised last week, I told you guys we had a very special uh, guest today. Who did we have last week? Matter of fact, did we have a guest last week? No, we did not. We no. did not. We had a uh, way back Wednesday battle, right? The uh, yeah, that was we talking about famous cars because you couldn't hang. You, you couldn't hang. It was stupid. You couldn't hang. She it lost, huh? Of course, you lost. Uh, so today, <laughs> special guest man, and and he's a friend of the AM Caffeine Show. He's been on here. I don't know. What was that? Over a year ago or something? Some year, uh, some change. Maybe two years ago, right? Yeah, it was two years. It's been a minute. No, right? it's been a. We wasn't even having live interviews. Yeah, back we then. only had like two listeners then. Yeah, we've doubled. We got four. Now we got four. It went from sugar to shit when Marlo came too. <laughs> you uh, are whack as hell. <laughs> so, man, my special guest today. Let me tell you, um, he's the reason, actually, and this is no joke. My shower curtains that I have right now. What? Pause. <laughs> I'm gonna explain to you why. Wow. The shower curtains that I have are different color polka dots. Mm. And the only reason that I even like polka dots is because of my special guest today. Legendary as far as I'm concerned. The one and only Legendary. the one and only damn Kwame is here, dude. Hey. Yo, yo, yo. Name is so, I'm glad I inspire cleanliness and <laughs> and Kwame. Shower I fashion. Promise when I was looking for a shower curtain, I saw polka dots, Kwame. But I just don't I, I just don't want you really thinking about me while you're taking the shower. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He does that. He does that. <laughs> really? really? That's what I do. He he told me the other day, he's like, you know the day I was in the shower and I was thinking about Kwame. <laughs> wow. Marlo, don't ever don't put that out there like that. That's a violation. Why? That's a violation. Come on, media takeout. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Caffeine Show, my man Kwame is in the building. Kwame, what's up? So 
Kwame, you're on the West Coast now. I'm not. Don't say I'm on the West Coast now. I'm on the West Coast right now. Right now, but not. Yeah. yeah. I'm right. still, still You're New still Yorker. New York. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. So wait. You don't live here? No. You wouldn't love to live here? Yeah, I would, actually. During the winter months, I would <laughs> always love to Absolutely. be here. Absolutely. Yeah. I do not want to shovel another mm. land ever again. Ever again. I, I believe you. I, I just can't do it. Um... You guys, of course, know that Kwame has brought us uh, that that whole first album, man. It's just legendary to me, man. The 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 rhythm and just actually, Marla was singing uh, because they didn't know uh, that. I, I was surprised that you knew that. You because you didn't know. No, I'm just surprised that because you, your knowledge isn't that vast. So I was surprised I, that you knew. I, my knowledge is mad vast, son. <laughs> you got the lock. Stop it. Exactly. That's why my knowledge is mad vast, son. No. What school did you go to? Valencia. Exactly. <laughs> yo, uh, yo, so brand new. Brand new. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. They just now getting teachers that know something. Oh. Uh, oh. So, My teacher's been there. Somebody's banging. <laughs> somebody's banging. Um, so, Quam, Quam that, that first album, I know we have talked about this, but for listeners that, that don't know, okay. you produced that first album yes. all yourself in what time? Like, you did it very quick. Well, when I was a kid, it was um, before I got the deal. It was at a job at a, this this local grocery store called Sea Town. Sea Town, I'm familiar with that. So so I collected all my I am I collected all my Sea Town checks, and I went to this studio in Queens. It was called the name of the building was called the Music Building. I was like dumped all this paper on the on the desk. So how much time can I get with this? I said we can give you eight hours, Christmas. Wait 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 what? What how much? Wait, so how much was it? Eight hours time. I don't remember you how remember much. The, the, yeah, the, the, but right. it was eight hours worth of time on Christmas morning, midnight. I guess twelve o'clock, right. to eight o'clock in the morning wow. on Christmas day. On Christmas day, <laughs> I was like, like I'll, we can get you. I was like, I'll take it. Right. And so from there, I, I recorded. I would say the first album had eight cuts on it. I would say five or six of the eight cuts of the first album I did in that eight in hours. That, in that time, right. Yeah, I learned how to use the drum machine and I had the rhymes already in my head. I knew what records I wanted to sample. So it was just like the rhythm, the man we all know and love, you know, sweet thing. Different records, I just boom, 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 knocked them out. And of course, once the deal came, you know, I perfected it, mixed it, did did those type of things. Right. But, but for the most part, So was, was that like your out. demo? It was one of my demos. It was so, my second demo that actually got me a deal. Yeah. How about that? Okay, C-Town. Let's, let, I need to talk about this really quick. Are you from the Upper West Side? No, I'm from Queens. Okay. But C-Town... Because we had a C-Town and I lived in Because when you say C-Town, and I thought it was, I thought it was cribbing. No, it, was, it, was, it was an actual no, grocery no, store. No, it, was no. it was a grocery store <laughs> yeah. that was at the at the basement of the building that I live in, <laughs> lived in on the Upper West Side. Okay, so so check, let me ta- let me explain my, my job at C-Town. Yes. Worst job I ever had. So at first... I was bagging groceries. That's not bad. No, but I was, I was the dude that put the bread first and then the, and the milk. <laughs> Smashing the bread. <laughs> oh, you were horrible at bagging groceries. You were terrible at bagging groceries. <laughs> so so they had me, you know, clean up on aisle six. Mr. Holland. Here I go. <laughs> Cleaning up on aisle six. And they used to give me this razor. And if you think about, like, the, the store stands where they put the, the food and everything, before they clean the, the floors, I would have to scrape under each aisle thing, each aisle stand, the whatever the grease was with a razor. Oh. And then someone would come and, you know, just wax the Wrecked floor. Over, over what oh you my did. God. Yeah. Every day? Yes, every uh, day. Oh, I un- had to unlike. Unlike I was like, unfollow. Man. But I was always I was always the kid that I never wanted to ask for money. Uh-huh. And the stuff that I used to like to buy, you know, I wanted to buy toys or records or a a fake fat rope. You know, my mother, I can't ask my mom, can I get that fake, fake fat rope? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Mom, can I, can get, I get this? Fake, I just need nine to 12 inches of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, wait. No, no, hold on. Maybe Marlo needs nine to 12. Hey. hey. Um, so, <laughs> Quam, after, <laughs> after you do your demo, how long does it take you to get your deal? So, if anybody knows hip hop history, there's a producer named Herbie Lovebug. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yes, absolutely. He's famous for doing all the Salt and Pepper Kid and Play Dana Dane. Um, so Herbie lived in my neighborhood. Herbie's younger brother Steve was a good friend of mine, and so I was always hanging out with that crew. 
growing up. My neighborhood was a very, I would say, a special neighborhood. There was a lot of classic hip hop in that neighborhood. You had Salt and Pepper. Oh you had God, Eric you, were one, B. you were part of that same dang old neighborhood. Yeah, Eric B, um, Cool G, Rap. You know, myself, um, Kid, Kid and Play. Play. So everybody was in the same area. Right. So so you know, I would do one little demo. I'd hand it to Herbie, and Herbie would reject it. So by the time I did the Boy <laughs> Genius demo, I handed it to Herbie. And I thought he was going to reject it. You know, mind you, I'm a 16-year-old kid. I'm still in mm. school. I'm not paying attention, like, too much to what Herbie's really doing. Herbie, in turn, gets a deal. But at the same time, my father and mother divorced. So we moved out to New Jersey. And there's an area called Inglewood, New Jersey. Right. So in Ing- Inglewood, New Jersey, my best friend was another rapper, Redhead Kingpin. Wow. So me, me and Redhead Kingpin, like, what I'm telling you, like, we can never talk about the things that we used to do. <laughs> so me and Red would, would run together, and Red had this deal with a label called Bona Me. So he said, I'm going to take you over to, to, to the house. I'm like, what's the house? So we go to the house and open the door. And first I get to the house. Anybody watch Magnum P.I. back in the days? Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a Magnum P.I. Ferrari in the, in the driveway on bricks. Uh, on Rolls- bricks? Yo, no lie. The Magnum <laughs> P.I. Ferrari in the driveway on bricks, a Rolls Royce like with flat tires, but it's like 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 a mansion. Right. What's this house problem with so, feet with tires? So I'm walking in like, okay, who they got they, they got enough money to buy this Ferrari they and this thing. Dope. But <laughs> but they can't keep it up. But they can't keep it up. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> so I walk in the house, a maid answers the door the whole nine. And in down comes Sylvia Robinson wow. from Sugar Hill. From Sugar Hill, right? So we in we in Sylvia's house, and Sylvia's like, "Yeah, I'm starting a new label called Bone of Me. It's gonna be the new Sugar Hill." And, and what was it? Bone me? Bone of me? Bone of wow? Let me think of it because Mona me is Mona Scott's new thing. So yeah. what is it? Is that it's French for what? Bone of me means friend of mine. Oh, okay. If oh. I'm not mistaken, it sounds like a porno <laughs> thing. So, so so <laughs> you're a perv. So the, the she had t- <laughs> she had two people on the label. Right. It was Redhead, and then it was a group called New Style. New Style is Naughty by Nature. So right. wow. those were because the two because they're from Inglewood, Jersey. No, they're from right? East they're from Orange, Orange, New Jersey. Yeah, Orange. You're right, 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 right. So so those two were the group, and so they hand, she hands me the contract, and it was literally like a a page and a half, like on some copying paper or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'll get back to you on this one. So. I now have then Herbie comes back with a deal from for Atlantic and another deal I had for Columbia Records. So I had Columbia Records, which was like a like a fifty page contract. Atlantic Records was like a two hundred page contract. And Bone and Me Records Which was like a paragraph. Yeah, it was like a paragraph. It was like <laughs> sign it was a small here. Essay. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll fill this in. Mind you, I didn't tell my parents, so I'm going to school and I got these contracts, contracts in, in my your book back. bag. Wow. So you and had my, a bitten war at sixteen. Yeah, and I I'm, I'm like you know, my parents is going through a divorce. My father's like, all right, I got a lawyer for you. And it's the divorce lawyer. And they're trying to throw the... <laughs> they're trying the to throw the... They're trying to throw the divorce in with the deal. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but, you know, I ended up going with um, Atlantic Records. What made you go with Atlantic? Um, was there? I met Sylvia Rome, who was the head of Atlantic. Right. And Sylvia Rome just reminded me of, like, my aunt or something. And... It just felt, it felt right, number one. But number two, I wasn't even old enough to make that real decision. It was really Herbie's, like, production thing, and and I just came in under that. And then when I turned 18, I was able to re you know negotiate the deal. What was your advance at 16 or 17, whenever you signed? The album, it cost $60,000 to make the album, and my advance was $11,200. And I walked around... For like two months with an eleven thousand two hundred dollar check in my pocket because I was too afraid, afraid to go to home. Ki- like, what am I gonna? My mom's gonna. So ask your mom me for still didn't know. No, they knew, but they didn't know when I got the check. Right. I went to like Herbie's house and he he wrote the check, so it was probably more of more than what it was. So, but I'm walking around with eleven thousand dollars and I'm like, what can I? I can get this Volkswagen. I can get a real fat rope. I can a get real, a, a, real a real one. one. Real. <laughs> I can get a beeper with a like beeper service. <laughs> No. Gotta have a beeper. Gotta have a beeper. You know, how much money do I give my mom? You know, like, you know, it was all that kind of stuff. So, with the beeper, what was your code? My code was, I don't know, like 
three four four something weird. I had a weird code. I did have a code. Mine was three three three. What was yours, Marlo? I don't want to say. Oh yeah, <laughs> six three, nine three or four. <laughs> you are stupid. It was, it was six. It was six nine. But because I lived on 69th Street, sure, I did. I, I didn't even know what that meant then. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Um, so what did you end up all. purchasing? What did you end up buying? Aluminum siding. For your house, for the family's house. <laughs> I bought I bought a Volkswagen Cabriolet. Oh, hey. okay. Back had then, to have, had to have a convertible. Either, convertible? That, either that or Suzuki Samurai. Yeah. Those are the two what? cars you have to have. I bought a Volkswagen Cabriolet and aluminum siding. Wow, <laughs> very responsible. And I paid I paid back rent for an aunt. <laughs> That song. Okay, so looking back, do you feel like you actually made the right decision going with the right label? Um, I think I think I made a good decision. I don't think any decision is the right decision because if it was the wrong decision, I wouldn't be here. Right. So. Yeah, because I mean that that whole. I mean, I, I wouldn't have signed that that two page one. I'd have been like, okay. Wait. Oh no, no, the two page one. I'm like, now what's going on with the cars outside? Now nobody ain't got. Yeah, anything. you can't keep those up. I'm cold. <laughs> How you how you giving me anything now? No, no, no. I wouldn't have done bone of me, you know, at all. You know, it just the name throws me off. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I never. I, I understand me. all that, you know, the real meaning, but 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 that's the thing. I'm like a super hip hop head, and and when I was a kid, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, if I saw a record that said Sugar Hill, I'm buying. It. Right, right. So right. if you're telling me you're rebranding Sugar Hill and you're not coming with a doper name than Sugar Hill, then I'm like, I can't do it. You I can't, can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You gonna come in with bone of me? Right, yeah. right. You trying to I mean, bone but, me? But that's what that contract really meant. I'm, yeah. We're gonna bone, I'm gonna bone you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And hey, the, and the messed up thing, Sylvia's son, which I never knew was Sylvia's son up until this point, was my classmate. So every day in school, he's like, so your homie, man, so, so, you my, mom's, so my mom's contract. And I'm like, wow. come on, man. <laughs> I, left, I left the school and the contract. I was like, yes. He's like, you know what? I'm, I can't be here no more. Yeah. So, I straight disappeared, went back to back to Queens. and During, during that first um, project and that first run, did you ever think like, I made it. Was there ever a moment that you felt like, oh man, like okay, no. I, I've arrived? Or did you ever have that kind I don't, of feeling? I don't think on that. I don't think on that wave. Um, I, I mean, think, even back then, you didn't think on that wave. Mm-mm. I think because there's always more to do, right? And there's always more to become. So, and there's always a situation where I think that I'm here, and something gives me the real signal that you're not here yet. Right. Always, it's always a situation like that. You know, it's like I walk in the room and I'm thinking I'm the man, and here comes Rock Him. <laughs> You're like I'm nobody. Everybody's like, "Yay, Kwame!" But oh, Rock Him! Right? Yeah, it's it's always that. Yeah, and it's it's always like to the extreme. You know, it it could be I'm swear, like swear to God, like it could be I'm in a room and I'm thinking things is popping, and in comes Tom Cruise, and it's just me and Tom Cruise in the room, <laughs> and everybody's like. And who's is it? He he's your assistant, and I'm like, think you, I got you, a platinum record. No. <laughs> <laughs> you better recognize. Uh, AM caffeine big, show. Go, go ahead, Marlo. What was your biggest single? I think biggest would be only you on the second album. Mm-hmm. Only you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about on the first album? What was the biggest biggest um, single on the first album? They all did pretty well. They all. I don't think there was a biggest one because the man we all know and love was the first one that did real well. And then came the rhythm that did real well. Then I put no. Then Sweet Thing did real well. But then I put out a record in between the first two called You Gots to Get Down. Yep. And I hated that shit. I hated Why? Why? Because it's not the original version from the album. And the label was like, you got to have a record produced by Herbie. Ah, uh, And right. Herbie did like this go-go version and like super watered the record down. Mm. I've never performed that record. Right. Like, Thirty just, years you, now, you like, just still don't want to. You still just say it. You're, you're, not not, you're not over just it. Just not yet. gonna do it. Yeah, no. you, you don't want to let it go. No, you know, just. No. I'll do the original version. I'm never gonna do that. <laughs> that go go mess. Just upset about it. Stop. AM Caffeine Very Show. Upset. Kwame's I in the building. I hold grudges like this. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pe- I'm, me too. I'm petty yeah. wop too. Yeah. I, 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 I'm petty. I'm petty sure wop. Yeah, I am petty, Tom Petty. Right. AM Caffeine Show. So smoothie, can we get into a mix real quick? Yeah. We got Kwame in the building. Don't go nowhere. It's the AM Caffeine Show. You know what it is. Ooh, ooh. All right. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the Kit Kat Club is proud to present something new, something different. So would you please give a warm welcome for the rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. Well, I came here for something funky to happen. It's this Christmas, cause everybody's rapping. Prepare to get sparked by the song that I sing. No, my name is Martin Luther, but I'm considered the king. Yeah. My beat's pumped by the mic I claim I don't need an amplifier My brain is the amp I got the beat to make you tingle Make your body mingle Like you got the fever for the flavor of a Pringle We got say not so I'm just like Picasso A pioneer, I am here Ask me how I got so fly And this answer I can give him A new beginning, Stevie-O And my dope rhythm I sell the Lord and Master give a mental harm My sole chief belief is that it's wrong My beat's pumped So let it grab ya I got a trick, but my name ain't Alibaba, so open sesame, never heard the best of me. Betcha all the people in the place, I betcha the rest of see that it's a new beginning. My name, Kwame, and if you didn't know, I can tell you that I'm a Melaku brother, slicker than oil, rap gets so hot, it makes the spit boil. The rhythm, Rapper, the K is more rhymes like the thunderbolts of the mighty Thor. Be gone with yourself, cause I can conquer boy. I break them seas like a Tonka toy. Smooth, suave, sabbath, debonair. Come in the party, yeah. I see you stop and stare to hear the man who only had your head shook. You dress GQ, to me, you got the toe dash look. Cause I'm a mystical, rapper, polyphysical. After about Kwame, hey, they say he is a cool fella. He's always mellow, he's never high, strong, spark. When the mic is near him, it's clever, I run smooth. Like nowhere, besides like a poet, ain't my rhymes friend? Oh man, I know it, cause when I'm on the mic, wild boy, say oh golly, slip on my tip like the hip on poly grip, I go cameo, be on the Grammy show, I be as sleek as a chic out freak anyhow, in the pantyhose, pumping clothes, yo, my rhymes flam, well I suppose, cause I might meander, mmm, throw a shenanigan, to say a fresh rhyme, yo, yeah, you know I can again, cause I destroyed, bust them like a hemorrhoid, strong like a steroid, avoid the noise, the rhythm, rhythm, Wake your punk ass up. It's time for the AM Caffeine Morning Show. I reminisce, I reminisce. Uh. Yeah. I reminisce for a spell, or shall I say think back? 22 years ago to keep it on track. The birth of a child on the 8th of October. A toast. But my granddaddy came sober Count all the fingers and the toes Now I suppose you hope the little black boy grows Eighteen years younger than my mama But I really got beaten cause the girl loved drama In single parenthood there I stood By the time she was 21 had another one This one's a girl Let's name a Pam Same father as the first but you don't give a damn Irresponsible plain not thinking Papa said chill but the brother keep winking Still he won't down you or tear out your hide On your side while the baby make a slide but mama got wise to the game The youngest of five kids, hun, here it is After ten years without no spouse Mama's getting married in the house Listen, positive over negative For the woman a master Mother Queen's rising a chapter Deja vu, tell you what I'm gonna do When they reminisce over you, my God I recall a man off the family tree My right hand Papa Doc I see Took me from a boy to a man So I always had a father When my biological didn't bother Taking care of this So who am I to bicker? Not a bad ticker But I'm clocking Pop's liver But you can never say that As life is through Five kids at 21 Believe he got a right to Here we go while I check the scene With the Portuguese lover At the age of 14 The same age Front page No fuss But I bet you all you know They live longer than us Never been seen now That's where you're wrong but give the man a taste and he's gone Not no sleep to a jazz tune I can hear his head banging on the wall in the next room I get the pillow and hope I don't wake him For this man to cuss, hear it all in verbatim Telling me how to raise my boy unless he's taking over I said, Pop, maybe when you're older We laughed all night about the hookers at the party My old man standing yelling, good God Almighty Use your condom, take sips of the brew When they reminisce over you, for real For real, baby Like that 
Or just have a seat and listen to the weigh-in What I am slaying A different kind of rapper language that I am saying To all the party people that absorb the info When it comes to rockin' parties, I am a info Maniac, brainiac for doing my dancing My record make the music We'll put you in a trance and hypnotize your body And like you playing cardigan You won't be fighting the ill and you just be partying down With the funky sound with yours truly And the original beat I see I mean, okay, I will be Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time for the AM Caffeine Morning Show. AM Caffeine Show, Smooth Dean and Ones and Twos, Quam is in the building. Quam, yeah. the polka dot thing, were you, did you think that was going to catch on? Did you just always like polka dots? Like, how did that whole thing even happen? Because I'm not lying, because of you is why I love polka dots. No, well, You're a well, stalker. The whole thing is, we used to call it GQ style back in the days. And right. so GQ style was anything... Other than what rappers rocked. So, you know, where rock, rappers were rocking like the Dapper Dan sweatsuits mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff like that. The GQ style is, you know, jacket, shirt, tie, and slacks. Creepers. You know, what? And creepers. What's that? They probably that didn't have like, that on the West. They probably didn't really have that on the East Coast. something like you don't want to oh, be. <laughs> no. Creepers were a style they're of shoes. Shoe. But I think that's just a West Coast thing. Oh, oh okay. I don't even know what to do. Yeah. So it my was, thing was like wingtip shoes. Like, so, you know... I don't know how to describe, but you know that style. Yeah. Like so sh- 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 shoes that you can sh- sh- no, slide no, no, around. Not really in. the not 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 those kind of zapatos. Not zapatos. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, it was like where. So my thing was always or basically. 1940s gangster look, zoot suits right. and stuff okay. like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was my thing. So rappers wanted to be gangsters. I want to be that kind of guy, right. that kind of gangster. Right. And so, but you're, you're on a budget. So a lot of the things that we would wear were from thrift shops and stuff like that or, or hand, tailor-made stuff. But the best way to match it, if I have a on black and white, I just get a black and white polka dot tie and it puts the whole suit together. together. So how it started with me is, on the back of the first album, I have on a white shirt with black dots, 
all black and a black tie with white dots. That same shirt ended up in the first video as my pajamas. <laughs> and then the tie ended up somewhere else. So my first main show, I go on stage. I was opening up for Sweet Tea and Cool Come on, G Sweet Tea. I remember that. I get on stage and the whole audience is in black and white polka dots. I love that. Wow. All the guys have flat tops with the streak in their hair. What? Now, that was an intentional thing on my part with the, with the hair thing, but the polka dots was just trying to match the whole so, so When you saw that, were you like, whoa? I walked off stage. I was like, okay, y'all playing the j- joke. It ain't even April Fool's. Or who set this up? I thought it was like a radio prank right. thing. I never realized. But then every city I went to, it was like that. And it was an expected thing. Like, yo, Quam, that's not really Quam. He don't even have on polka dots. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So, so it was one of those situations. And it just morphed into a, a urban style. Right. But it was never an intentional thing. Now, as far as the, the, the flat top with the blonde streak, that was based on, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't get, I didn't know if I was going to be guaranteed a video. I didn't know if I was going to be guaranteed any kind of anything. Which artists aren't guaranteed. But my, my thing was, you're going to know it's me when I walk in the building. Exactly. You're going to know I'm me. about four foot two anyway. So <laughs> so when I walk in, you know, I want you to know that it's me. Like, And I got that from Kid. Because most people would recognize Kid and Before not recognize play. play. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. Kid had the crazy flat top. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to throw the ill blonde in the front of my head. I, I decided to do it two or three hours before my first video. So I just walked in the first video, like never looking at me, like what the hell? <laughs> and that was an intentional thing, and that snowball to 2018, where you see these random kids, yeah, crazy, and, doing it right now, you know, you right. know, and they feel like they invented it. Yeah, they exactly. Be like, oh my god, I saw this video, and this dude had my hair. It's crazy. Yeah, like, if you don't yeah. sit your ass down, <laughs> exactly. <somewhere. laughs> it's crazy. He did the same thing, you know. Great minds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the um. You do the second album. Yeah. And Only You comes out. Yeah. And like Marlo asked earlier, Only You is probably your biggest yeah. song as a, as Kwame as a recording artist, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the girl? Her name is Tasha Lambert. Tasha Lambert. Does she still do shows with you? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> see. <laughs> no, 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 I was telling Sticks in the, in the um, other room um, how Only You came to be. That wasn't a record for me. That was... Uh, what's her name? Vanessa Williams was trying to make uh, urban. Yeah, because remember she had the right stuff. The right yeah. stuff. So yes, they needed. Yes. They wanted because, a, like a, yes. a, a more quote unquote hip record. So I wrote and recorded only you for her, okay. and I was the guest rapper. It was just a way to meet Vanessa Williams. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be honest. With you. Well I would have done that Kwame. shit for free, man. Well right, played. Right. So so um, I did it. It didn't make the album. It was actually too late. I think Herbie. Um, kind of kiboshed me or something. I don't, uh, and then he wanted me to get that play. But so after that, Tasha was also in a group with another girl named Ange. And Ange went on to be a writer. Like her biggest record was Empire State of Mind for Jay-Z. Oh. And, um, so, so, and then another, the, the weird thing is if you listen to Only You, there are actually two singers on Only You. It's Tasha doing the main singing, but most of the, the background and... The, the inflections and the, the ad-libs is Tashina Arnold's sister, Zanae. So we went to we went what? to high school together. Mm-hmm. This so, is getting too much. So Zanae is doing all <laughs> wow. the... She's doing all the harmonies. It was like anybody who I knew how to sing, yo, just come, come to the studio and, and I, I work on these on songs. That, I would have been on that album. Yeah. You would so, have not. I would have been on that album. Hell no. <laughs> Y'all know. Wow. Y'all don't know. Um, That's crazy. Haters. Yeah. Anyway, and then ahead. on top of that, you know, just to make a long story short, radio at the time was not trying to play rap record. So you needed to have some melody. And no, some no, other no, stuff. no. They were like, there was a mandate on radio. It's called No Rap Workday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mm. We do not play that rap crap. That was the exact tagline on most of the radio stations throughout the country. And because the adult establishment did not want to hear any rap. So my thing was, I want to be heard. After six o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. during the day, and the only way to do that is to make a record feel like it was an R and B record with a rap guest, right? And that's how only you really came together and did as well as it did worldwide. Actually, not even statewide. So, mm-hmm. so you know, it was a good thing, right? Um, 
I know Tasha and Angie at home now. Like, yeah, I, well, I, no, I killed that. <laughs> Angie straight. Angie straight. Tasha, Tasha's not mad. She's, Tasha's like, yep, I used to be on that old record. Yeah, I'm out back in the day. Um, so, <laughs> now, Tasha texted me and was like, don't you ever let no other chick sing that damn. I'm like, look, you can't so what, control. Just, yeah, right, right. Just the, al- just the album plays when you do shows. That just- Yo, the people sing it. Yeah, I would. The people sing it. I just Son of a mother. Easy, Marla almost fell if you guys <laughs> I heard it. Heard died just noise. then. <laughs> we got it on tape too. Y'all yeah, almost, y'all almost lost me just there. Um. <laughs> so before, there's a bunch of stuff that you're working on now, but a lot of folks don't know the how important um you were to one of the biggest songs, definitely in. R&B history, I would have to say. R&B is, history? It's Poison it's by Belle Biv DeVoe. Mm-hmm. What did you have to do with Poison? Whoa. And there's some, there's some part of Poison, poison that, that Kwame wrote. Was that yeah. your part? Poison. Poison. <laughs> no, that's po- Cool G Rap, po- actually. Poison. That, yeah, that, that's a sample of Cool G Rap. You don't even know that. You, he, he, he just said it. You silly rabbit. So... <laughs> Wow. So, so th- that was that was one of my L.A. adventures. I used to come out here a lot and have just like the weirdest experiences. So one of the, one of those experiences, um, I was dating a girl, and she had to go to work, and she left me at home with a kid brother. And it was at like your house? No, no, in L.A. In L.A. In LA. I don't even know what part of L.A. I was in. Somewhere in the valley. It's like, hey. You like New Edition? I was like, yeah. <laughs> you want to meet New Edition? So at, like, at, at what point is this is after you, this is like what point in your career is first Kwame? Album first album. album. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm stuck in this house. Let's go meet New Edition. So we go to Ralph's house and I hang out with Ralph for a minute. Then he takes me to um, to where Mike, um, Ricky, and um, uh, 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 DeVoe is. And R- Ronnie. Ronnie's, Ronnie's mm-hmm. at. And they're all together. And we're all playing Sega, and we're just hanging out. And he's like, yeah, man, we're going to start a group of our own. I'm like, what kind of group are you going to start? And they're like, yeah, it's, it's going to be us three. Went, all right. It's going to be BBD. Like, the underwear? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, for real? Yeah, man. So we all playing, like, Mortal Kombat all, like, all day. And they're telling me about this group. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to play you some music. So... Back in the days, anybody knows back in the days. So, like, this is your first time ever meeting them? I never knew these guys. Right. So and the we, kid brother introduced you. Yeah, the kid brother. And so we're, <laughs> we're just hanging out, like, literally the whole day. And that night we go to the Palladium. Oh, Palladium. Oh, wow. used to crack right yeah. there on Sunset. There, yeah. boy. Yes, sir. You so we're crack. all in the, we're all in the truck. And Mike plays the beat to Poison. And, like, it was like a demo version. And I'm like, I don't get it, man. I don't, I'm telling you, this record's going to be dope. All we need is rhymes. So I said, yo, give me a napkin. And and I just like, poison, deadly, moving in slow, looking for a mellow fellow like DeVoe, getting paid, ladies. Nothing better lay low. Here. I did not serious? think that. I did not think that thing was ever coming out. Ever, ever, <laughs> ever coming out. At what point did you find out they actually recorded? Oh, I got a call. Come to the video. So I'm at the video. I'm, I didn't, I'm not in the video, but I'm at the just whole at the video, video, just hanging out. I'm like, what the hell is actually happening? And I was messing with the girl that was the big butt. So I was right. like, hey. hey. Oh, you lucky. And so I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust it. Oh, I didn't. Do not. Lucky. Trust me. So, so and the video said is the first time that you're actually hearing. The, the actual song. The actual song. Yeah, no, they played the album for me at the set. The song wasn't even out. Right. It was like super cool. We filmed it in Jersey City, New Jersey, and they filmed it. I mean, and um, I heard it for the first time, and um, I thought it was dope after I heard it. But going by the demo, and some guy just, I must warn you. He wasn't even really singing. It was, it was sounding, that demo was <laughs> crazy. Right, crazy. right. It sounded super crazy. So I was like, all right. And the beat was kind of like only you. So I was kind of feeling like, you know, it was the same mm. boom, boom, right? All right, y'all trying to jack my beat. You know, like what's? You took my lyrics and didn't tell me about it. So, so this my song? No, but but it wasn't it wasn't like blatant, blatant, blatant like that. But it was just like, all right, I just didn't get it. You know, a lot of times, like you know, another song when I was out here one time hanging out with um Battle Cat, he let me hear Mama said knock you out. I didn't get it at first. I was like, I don't know, man. L sound kind of crazy on this, but. That's the beauty of records, man. You you may not mm. understand where they are in the beginning, 
and you may not see somebody's vision, but when you see the vision fully realized, you see that you made, uh, you know, you helped make a classic. You were a part of a classic. Project. Right. As a producer, Quam, and a lot of folks don't know, you know, after you kind of stopped being Kwame, the recording artist, you started doing producing. Oh, I'm always Kwame the court. No, but you, <laughs> yeah, go on, go on now, I'm playing. And I, what kind of producing? So he's about to tell you if you just hold on. Well, you're about to say more things. You know what? You're on my nerves. As a producer, Quam, so we can cut to the chase since you want to be such a hater, Marlo. Don't. You pointed me. Yeah. As a, as a music producer, what is your biggest, what is your biggest um, accomplishment as a, as a producer? Um, that's like weird questions. It's like, I don't know. Um, it's weird. So on one end, um, Christina Aguilera, I worked on her album Back to Basics. And um, that record did very well. Yeah. But then on the other end, um, hip-hop-wise, there was a Lloyd Banks record called um, uh, On Fire. Oh, you're going to throw that out there like it's nothing? Uh, oh. No, 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 no. But listen, you know listen. So record. a lot of people assume <laughs> that would be the biggest record. Right. The record did very well. But then I um, wrote and produced a record for Will Smith called Switch. And a lot of people, I remember getting my publishing deal. To this day, and I'll never, I'll never live this one down, or I'll never let anybody live this down. They were like, um, we would like to reconsider our deal with you because we feel that you made a very big mistake working with Will Smith. Wow, really? What? And we would like to renegotiate for less money and less terms because we think that this would destroy your career. So. Multi-platinum later, 15 countries, number one later. You know, that record, I'm talking about that record around the world. You know, it's a different It's a different feeling to have a record that's hot here. Right. But when you see, like, Africa checks and Czechoslovakia <laughs> checks and yeah. Russian checks, you know, those type of, that type of zone is totally different. Mm -hmm. And to see an artist perform your record in 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 soccer stadiums front of 120,000 people at a time, that's a different kind of situation. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. so so if I say normally say Will Smith switch, most people will look at me like, "Okay, I thought the record was cool, but" Right, right. You know, worldwide, that was probably I don't even remember the record, but I can guarantee yeah, no, Switch that was I dope. Yeah, no, Switch was dope. Was yeah, yeah, Switch yeah. was dope. Switch was dope. Yeah. So, um, now, Quam, you are working with uh, Vivian Green. Mm -hmm. And so you have your own production company, right? Yeah, you record have, label called record Make, label, Noise, yeah. Make Noise. Make mm -hmm. Noise. And is Vivian Green the first artist yeah, on that? Yeah, she's the flagship artist on Make Noise. So Make Noise is going through Capitol Records and um, always wanted to be in like a proper R&B space. And I'm always into working with artists that people may know about, but may not have, people may know about, people may understand that a dope, but may not have been put in a pinnacle situation. Come and on, I, pinnacle. And I think, um, <laughs> I think... I like vocabulary. I like vocabulary as well. <laughs> so, so I think um, Viv fit that category, and it wasn't anything that was constructed. It was just like we had a mutual friend, another artist that I was working on at the time, mutual friend, and they're like, "You should give some records to Viv. She, you know, she needs some records." And all the records I gave Viv, she hated every one of them. Mm -hmm. I don't make records like that. You know, all her all her records that did well for her within the last couple of years, she hated every last one of them. Mm. So. I like that kind of a challenge where you're in a studio environment and you're you're not trying to convince somebody to do something else, but you're trying to expose a person to what they could already be. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really love about being a producer. It's like I see certain things for you that you may not see for yourself yet. All you got to do is just try. Right. And and um, that's the result of, of Vivian stuff. 
Man, that have, damn right back to my baby joint is so fire. I think we were one of the first people to play that right there, Smoothie. Yeah, no, were. you were the first. We were the first. Yeah. Some people will, uh, argue it, but we were the first. That joint goes, dude. Um, you, go ahead, Marlo J. Ahead. Yeah. Have you done any um like movie scoring? Yeah, or yeah I've done like um probably twelve films so far. Oh. Um, I'm low on that. You know, like I, I do it. I I love doing it. And it's, and it's so funny. Like, I work on a lot of films, and certain things make it, certain things don't. Certain things, it's, like, weird. It's, like, you'll work all day in the studio, and it'll be, like, 10 seconds of music in, this, in a film. Right. Or, 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 you know, so that's what I really enjoy when somebody sends me, like, a clip, and then I'm able to orchestrate around the clip and, and do things like that. So I think the first film that I did was Step Up. And, I um, like that movie. And it was weird. It was, like... Step Up was based on me getting Step Up was based on the director liking this record that I did for Tweet called Turn the Lights Out. Mm. And they're like, We want a song like Turn the Lights Out for Step Up. I said, Well, I can give you a whole score for the whole movie if you really want that. Right. And mm. there was politics in that. But key parts, you know, you know, if you look at Step Up, you see like there's a whole big dance thing at the end. I scored that. The different parts throughout the movie I scored. And so I started to start working in that context from from there what movie past or present do you think you could have killed with the music any superhero movie mm. any like, yeah and maybe black panther any Peace. superhero Ooh. movie oh any superhero any movie. super you give me any superhero movie i will john williams star wars body <laughs> okay uh. any superhero movie you give me a budget let's oh, start there budget. Budget? <laughs> no because 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 I'm very into movie scores and I hate, I don't like synthesized music that could be real. Like, mm-hmm. so if it's like an orchestra, I could tell a mile away if somebody's on a keyboard going, bong, 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 bong. I don't care how real it's supposed to sound. If I don't have that hundreds piece orchestra up on some lot, right? <laughs> you know, really doing it. Give me that. Yo, I'm telling you, I will, I will, Body, huh? Super, all the way body. Okay, somebody got to come through with a movie and challenge yeah. this. I don't care if it's yeah. Squirrel Girl. I will body it. <laughs> squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. <laughs> hey, Kwame. <laughs> she scurries around the city. Uh, going back to Will Smith. Um, yeah. I'm, from, from, I'm the youngest cat here, so I used to watch The Fresh Prince. Okay. And there's a scene where he's dancing to Only You. Yes. Yep. How did that feel, seeing Will Smith, The Fresh Prince, dance to your song? You know what? Episode. Let me give you a a, a, a a quick a brief thing about Will. Will Will jumps into my universe at key points in my life. So the first time I meet Will, I just started, and Will had a a, a party at his house in Philadelphia. So we so he invites me to the party, and it's like all these rappers there. It's like this is the first time I'm around other people other than the people that I just grew up with. Mm-hmm. And Will was like, I, you know, I invited you here because I see something, you know, in you and your records that, you know, somewhat remind me of myself. And, and, and I, I recognize, you know, what the talent is. And I just want to make sure that your mind is right for what you're about to, you oh, know, that's cool. Though. That's real cool. So like, you know, we go, we're walking around, you know, me, you know, some, some of my friends were all walking around the house and he's like, you know, he took me into his living room and there was Grammys there. He's like, I want, you know, you know, pick the Grammy up because you need to know most people can't achieve something because they don't visualize it. They right. don't, they don't know what it feels like. They don't know how heavy it is. They don't know what it could possibly take to get one. And if you, you know, I just wanted to, you to have that experience of just being able to say I held a Grammy right. before I got a Grammy. Right. And, you know, breaking a whole lot of financial things down. <clears throat> Excuse me, getting over a cold. Sorry about that. Um, and then at a low period in my career, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> um, at a low period in my career, Will decided to put only you on the Fresh Prince episode called Love in the Elevator. Uh. And... Yo, that shit paid rent, wow. right? <clears throat> at a at a very a very important time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then there was times where I would see Will and just the advice. Very strong, very, very life-lasting advice. Mm -hmm. And then when it came to being a producer, Will, by Will working with me on that record, put me in a whole nother bracket of of a producer. Mm -hmm. You know, I was able to move in circles that I can continue to move in that I would have never moved in. Had it not been for... Had it not been for Will picking picking that record. Right. So, next thing you know, I might be like doing... He might be a superhero in another movie and I might be... Yeah. Let's put that in the universe right now. And then you'd be like, you know what? I need somebody to sing background. And I'd be like... Here I am. There you go. Here nah. I am. Next. Try, try it again. Her, her, her mic is off. Try it. <laughs> exactly. AM Caffeine Show. Um, so I want to thank Kwame for rocking with us. So before we leave, Kwame, um, I want you, what's this new Vivian Green single you got? All right. The current single right now, top, um, we're in the top 15 so far. Oh, okay. Trying to get to that top, trying to get to top 10. Yeah. Top, top one. Right. Yeah. I didn't want to put it. Nobody, nobody get a medal for 10. You ain't never (laughs) (laughs) lied. I was in the Olympics. I came in 10. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, Um, so the name of it? Called Vibes is, um, just came out. Check out the video. The single's called Vibes again. Um, great song. It's, it's, it's a dope feel good soul record you know um i like to try to blend live instrumentation with you know with with that hip-hop backbone so i think you know we think we did a pretty good job and and i think me and viv make a great writing team so right the the, the subject matter and everything is just a dope dope song and what are the artists that are signed to make noise so we have this one kid um from Queens named Bobby J. And let me tell you, dude, when I heard uh, Bobby J, I think Kwame had sent it to me and I was like, yeah. oh, it's dope. And I oh. sent it and I let Smooth yeah, hear friends. it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe like a week later, I discovered he was white and it bugged me <laughs> out. I was like, oh, wait, did you play it? Yeah, donut? for the donut song of the day. Yeah. I was like, yo, he's, I, I, I text Kwame, I was like, he's white. <laughs> I was just caught so off Is guard. Is him Caucasian? And the, but la- you know what? And the is- last verse, the way that he flips all the Bobbies, I, maybe that's the second yeah, yeah, verse, yeah, yeah. I think is really, really dope. Yeah, see, see, Bob, this is the thing about Bob, and this is why we even, you know, he. I've been working with him for a long time. And he's one of these white, white rappers that going through all these different names and all this other stuff. His name is Bob. Like, you can't call himself Bob because there's B-O-B. His name is Bob. Right. Mm. Last name is Joseph. They call him Bobby J in his neighborhood. But the thing about Bob is if I had to compare him to anybody, and it's not a black artist, I can't, I'm not going to ever compare him to a black artist. I don't like appropriating music. Mm-hmm. So let's, let, I want to be very clear with that. But I want to say that he's like Bruce Springsteen. And the reason why I say he's like Bruce Springsteen, if anybody understands that type of music, Bruce comes from a, a, a neighborhood, Asbury Park in in New Jersey, and his perspective is from that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Bob comes from a very crazy neighborhood in Queens, New York, called Rockaway Beach. The most racist, craziest place you could ever go. And he comes from the, he's not a racist, but he comes from the perspective of airing out the people of his neighborhood and and giving you what that neighborhood is like. If you think of Queens, New York, you don't imagine Venice beach in New York. Uh-huh. That's what Rockaway beach is like mm-hmm. surfers, this, that, and the third. And it's, it's just a whole nother type of dynamic that goes on in that neighborhood that he comes from. And I, I got to respect him for that. He doesn't try to dress other than what he is. Or he he is. doesn't try to act or talk. He doesn't do anything like that, but he's a dope ass rapper period. He's just, 100% one of the best rappers I've ever known. And his perspectives and his stories encourage me and 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 get me to making dope records for him. So, he's like the second second in line in in um in the deal. And then I have a group. Actually, my son is in this group. Oh. oh. Now, this is a very interesting group. They name they're called Rebel Nation. They're from Virginia Beach. But 
because my son is in the group, they don't get special provisions. There's no like just because you're gonna be like your first video, you're in a Bentley or whatever. <laughs> like it's not that. You right. know, you know, like they they are good at what they do. Him and his his partner, Demo, my my son's name is Dejan. Dejan and Demo, they're very good at what they do. They they speak on social, they're very social activism type rappers. Now I can be very public with this. My son has a very high sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes he won't put the work in right. for the output. So you may see this group. You may not see this group. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> no, it's, it real. it's the truth. Right. It's the truth because, you know, you, if, you, if, if something is handed to you, if I hand you a key to a Ferrari and you've never learned how to drive before, what are you going to do? You're going to crash that car. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't respect it. You don't You don't appreciate yeah. it as much. And I don't want to see my son crashing. Period. Mm-hmm. And 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 I respect what he does. I know he's nice at what he does. I know he's nice as a rapper. But sometimes it's like, all right, pump your brakes. I'm not giving you that. Right. You don't just get this without the steps that need to be taken into making records. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you can't show up with like literally this is literal st- talk you can't send me an iphone video and expect it to be on revolt tomorrow it's just <laughs> no never sir. gonna happen wow. dad i know you know diddy that's your man it's never going to happen right He's like beyonce filmed hers on an iphone exactly <laughs> <laughs> and that's what a lot of artists need to understand their steps you know and i don't you know and, and sometimes that might be a little bit old school of me where it's like well i had to walk five miles to school so you got to do the same thing it's not it's not that but i understand from a 30-year career perspective what sticks around and what falls off right and you know, you got to learn that. You have to learn to appreciate your talent because, you know, it could be taken away. It might not even be recognized. It, so many things could happen. So, you know, that's 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 where I am with Rebel Nation. How, but there, how many there, kids do you have? One. So one, that's your only child. Only you. <laughs> oh, only you. Only <laughs> you. It's only... Oh, thanks. Yeah. Sucker. Yeah. Okay, so... Have, Is that a are good you, or a bad Are thing? you married? Hey, listen... <laughs> Are you? It, it is a thing. Are you married? No. Uh, wait, Ma, are married? you shooting? Are you shooting? Yeah. Listen, I gotta shoot, shoot my shot while I'm here now. Shoot. Have you ever been married? Oh, 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 okay, Marlo. What? Okay. Have, I'm asking what the people want to know. Okay, no, that, that's what Marlo want to know. I'm yeah. asking what the people want to know. No, okay. I've been married. And so is that not, not for you anymore? No, it, it it wasn't for neither one of us. <laughs> We're not married. That's why you're not married anymore. Right. That's usually what I think. I think. Do we get into this? Do you want to get into this? Absolutely. Marriage is wow. You don't get married for the sake of the the title of being married, right? Uh huh. Marriage is a mixture of companionship, mm-hmm. romance, mm-hmm. and business. I agree. If you do not have all three of those things in line, your marriage is never going to work. Absolutely. So, agree. for example, no wonder if finance, <laughs> if there's no say, say if finance falls apart, mm-hmm. which causes your marriage to fall apart, it shouldn't. Your business wasn't in in place. Exactly. Or if if I don't know, y'all stop doing it for some reason. That's dumb. You know, hey, 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 it happens. It can happen. Man, it can happen. So, so you know, luckily, <laughs> luckily for me, I was married long enough and short enough <laughs> to understand what worked, what didn't work, and you had the we long both, and the short of it. Yeah, yeah, we 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 you know we went our both our ways, and everybody's a better person for it. Wow, everybody. AM Caffeine Show. Uh, <laughs> wow, he. Hmm. 
He was yeah. preaching. Yeah, he was preaching. Yeah, you Therapy. go over here to my I can start going I'm sorry. I start, I start itching. Hey, Catfish Show. Marlo, do you want to know, like, sorry, your Capricorn? Do you want to know anything else before we close out? You find that out. I'm, I'm, I'm an Aries. I'm an Aries. I like long walks in the park. Hey. Hey, I'm Catfish like Show. Animals. What's your Instagram? Where people can find you. Oh, yeah, my is. Instagram, Kwame Vision. Kwame Vision. K W A M E V I S I O N. Instagram. And, and on Kwame's uh, Instagram, he gives you. I don't drink. I don't smoke. He he. Straight oh. edge. I go to the no, but you can drink and smoke. Okay. Uh, I think. We, <laughs> okay. Quam, follow Kwame. His uh, Instagram is really uh, entertaining. He does some really creative stuff in the studio. I don't eat red meat. Okay, he's uh, he's uh, <laughs> Marlo. You like to eat meat, though, don't you? Hey, be easy. <laughs> no, I meant no. It, it Listen, I, I didn't mean it in that no, sense. No, I don't eat meat. Oh well, then eh, nah. <laughs> get out of there, Quam. <laughs> don't do it. Hey, I'm Kevin. Show you guys enjoy the rest of your day, my man Kwame. <laughs> Yo, thanks so much for hanging out with us, legendary. And you can. Find Kwame doing a bunch of shows across the country with a, a super rap group that he's a part of. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the alumni. alumni. Yeah, yeah. That's with Kwame. It's with Dana Dane. Special Ed. Special Ed. Oh, Moni wow. Love Chub and Chub Rock. Yeah, yeah. So between that and I also go on the road with Vivian Green. So we, with, like the way I have her show set up, we going through hip hop, R&B, classic R&B. We have a dope show as well. So, you know, I try to, you know, keep my, my I'm, Doing my Teddy Riley type thing. Come on, Teddy. Yep, yep. 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 <laughs> AM Captain <laughs> Show. <laughs> you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much to Kwame. Make sure you follow yep. him on uh, Instagram uh, at Kwame, Kwame Vision. Vision. There Kwame it is, Vision. the AM Captain Show. We up out of here, crew. You guys have a uh, good day, and uh, we'll see you on Friday, right? We out. Peace. Hey. Marla was shooting her shot, wasn't she? She sure oh was. Oh, my God. Don't try and get last comments in on me. <laughs> she is a DM right now. On the right. Phone. You're on the DM. Right. <laughs> that was a great interview. I just want to let you guys know. <laughs> <We're out. laughs>